Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Beyond the Game podcast. It's episode two with your boy Shaka and your boy Aaron. How you doing? Yes, sir. All right. Today, we're talking about dealing with adversity. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. So, adversity. Aaron, what is it? Adversity can be terms of trials and tribulations. Uh, this isn't a dictionary version, but any kind of hesitance or any kind of wall that you have to break through to get to your goal, that's what I think is adversity. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be hit your goal. Sometimes we're just hit with it, right? Whether it be a bill coming up, whether it be in a sport, whether you get injured, whether you're dealing with a team aspect, something changes as part of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be adversity. But the thing about adversity is, is how you get through it. Because adversity doesn't mean that you're done. Adversity just means that you're going to have to go through something exactly. to get through it. It's a speed bump. All right? It's a speed bump. Easy. That's all it is. That's all it is. So the, dealing with adversity can can be is different for everybody. Like it's not. It, there's no one cookie-cutter way to, to do this, right? Um and I'm, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. And so, excuse me. And so when it comes down to adversity, um, I believe that, you know, going through it, we, we learn lessons to strengthen ourselves in the future. You know, as the Kanye West once said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So that's, that's, that's all it is. You know, that's, that's all adversity is. It's something to help you, help you grow in the future. We, we might not see it as, as that at the time because, you know, it's tough. But that's what it really is. Um, and honestly, truth be told, like, we, using, using sports as, as a metaphor here, like, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather have a game where the opposing team puts up a big fight. You know, like I like winning, winning big is great, but like winning when you know you've given your absolute best is is the best thing, in my opinion. Definitely. Like I remember through high school, we would get we'd have a couple games where um, we were playing a team and we knew that we were the better team or the stronger team going into the game, going into the week. So we actually treated that week not kind of like a bye week. You know, like we had our practices every day and then when it came game day, like even game day was considered a practice because, you know, the starters were getting less reps and the, it was this was a chance for the backups to get more reps. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you have a game like that, you end up losing your own reps, which comes with the game. You have to share reps. Um, but at the same time, you prepare differently. Yeah. And then going through it, if you don't have adversity while you're going through, like it's awesome to win a game like clean. If you win a game 54 nothing, who are you really complaining to? Right. But. A game that you win fifty four nothing will never be as sweet as a game you win thirty five twenty seven. Exactly. It won't. Exactly. Just because that kind of game was a fight. If you're like if you had to fight, you're coming down, you can't tell me that you didn't feel amazing after a game, whether you're playing hockey, tennis, soccer, I don't care. You're down three one and you come back win four three. You went through adversity that took three levels for you to get through. Exactly. Right? And it's not just a benefit, but there's a fulfillment there when you get through those. Exactly, exactly. You hear all the times that you know coaches say, "Never play down to your opponent," right? You always want to chase your perfection. You always want to chase your best because that's when that's when you grow. That's that's when you're you're living your best life. You know, if you if you treat an opponent as as something. As, as nothing then you will play like that you're not preparing you're not preparing uh to the best of your ability you're not growing you're not learning you're not you're really just you're, you're coasting and we know that comfort is the enemy of of 
progress. And so we we want to be able to to grow in all situations. And so in situations where like that, you want to you want to fight, you want to play against the best ever. You want to you want to go out against the best competition and show what you have. And if you if you don't come out on top, okay, at least we know that there's things we can work on. So that's 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 a sports analogy. I think that's that's a really cool, uh, it's a really cool way to, to look at it. Like sports is definitely a very controlled environment where we learn these lessons, right? It's like, you know, for for example, you know, you you're you're down big in the fourth quarter. That's adversity in the sports context, and you have to fight back to to come back and win. Um, when 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 did the Cavs win their championship? Was it 2016? Which one? The the, the Cow- Cleveland Cavaliers when they won their the championship when they were down three one. Oh, I I I could be. I think you're right. It yeah. was 2016, and adversity. That, yeah, and I think that's actually a really good example because you can have in game adversity, but playoff adversity that's, that's more that's like different. everyday life too, in a sense. Whereas a game could be a moment where it's uh, whether it's half hour to an hour forty five two hours, um, for that game. But say like that playoff series, that could be like life. Yeah. You know, you could have, I'm in sales. I could have a good week, good two, three weeks, and then have a terrible month. You never know what could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about getting through that adversity. And when it comes to playoff time, that's when you're really, really tested. You can have a full six-month season, and it could end in three days because you didn't perform in playoffs. Because exactly. you weren't ready for the adversity that you had to go for. Exactly. And it's like it's, and I'm not saying that you have to prepare for adversity because it's kind of hard. You can't. No, exactly. You can prepare for different situations that come up. You can prepare for whatever you think might happen or you might have to go through. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to adversity, sometimes that's just like self-hindrance um, that you have to get through. Like I've created adversity for myself. And I've even done it in a playoff series, you know, when you're like, you've put yourself or your team on a pedestal and you know, you can win the championship. You want the championship, but then you start to overthink things and not think about the little things, not think about those steps that got you there. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's a big important thing when actually dealing through adversity is remembering how you got to the point of adversity and see if what you did, those steps that you took to get there will get you through it. Mm -hmm. Because if it can, it can, if not, then you use your your mental. Then you start using your brain. Then you start trying and trying and break through that adversity. So now you've learned a new lesson for yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. And on, on the flip side of that, you know, what if what if you're that team that's up three, you know, three one, and that lead is lost. Now it's three three going to elimination game. That's this is adversity now. Now again, like Aaron said, like is is what you've done up to this point going to help you get past it? If not figure it out let's use different strategies how how are we going to get there like it's there's there's adversity on either side of that situation another thing is a key player uh, gets hurt and goes down perfect example when i was was thinking about this in high school grade 12 semi-final game in our in our senior year Declan goes down really early with a knee injury yeah our our team was bombed Declan cross a very key player for our team that year he goes down with an injury and our team was but there's there's some of us that still fought, you know. But it's very hard to to overcome a big loss like, like that. Mm-hmm. And I think I had an emotional moment that game where like I you, snapped. You, during you did. You snapped, bro. Yeah, because I snapped. Because I think when Ooh. it comes to that team, especially we're all playing with brothers, we're all playing with friends, and that's the thing too with adversity. That was a big adversity for us, even though it was only high school. Um, we had a very good team. Me and Declan played on the same side together. Shaka's on the other side on the yeah. defense. Declan also played offense. Declan was a very, very much key role as part of our team. Yeah. He's going into his, this is his final year. He's, he gets injured. 
Mm-hmm. We're thinking about all the things that he's going through. Yeah. Because at the same time, yes, we want to win this playoff game. But that's our brother. That's our brother. He's going to the next level. Me and Shock are about to go to the next level. We're all thinking about our next season. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're all thinking. It's not about me, Shock, and Declan. The whole team, right? Yeah. We Declan wasn't the only player on the team, but he played a big role. He played a big role, and it's and you need people like that mm-hmm. on your team, whether it's you, whether it's somebody else. And when you lose that part, it takes something in yourself or in others to help you guys come uh, come together and get through that adversity. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for us at the time, we didn't get through it. We worked, we worked, we tried. Like I just said, I had an emotional moment where I'm yelling at the guys like, we can still do this. I I said a little bit more than that, but... You, sh- you should have seen this man's <laughs> eyes. Bro. I was mad Whoa. because I was feeling for my brother and at the same time, I wanted that game. Because yeah. it's like, I would love for him to come back, even though he's not playing now and he probably won't play next week, but he can come to this game next week to support us, mm-hmm. right? And, and it's because we're a team, it's not about one player, but... Mm-hmm. sometimes when you lose a key player, it can change a lot of things. Exactly. And we're not saying that adversity is something you can always, always, always overcome. But the biggest thing is to learn from that adversity. Exactly. Whether or not you overcome it or not, you have to at least try to and learn from it. Exactly. Right? And I learned that, you know what? Declan was a huge part of our team. Facts. But at the same time, maybe as a leader myself on that team, because I was, that I could have stepped up earlier. Whereas it shouldn't take me snapping at halftime to get movement out of us because I think he went down like first quarter. He went up very early. Very early, you know, and you could see it on the entire team that second quarter that we all felt it. Yeah. We all felt it. That was not our team Mm -hmm. in a sense where we were not playing the way we can. And the thing is, when you let adversity hit you, when you let adversity really take a hold on your being. You're not living your life anymore. You're not. And you're not putting your best foot forward or giving your full effort. Not mm-hmm. because you don't want to, but because you feel so defeated that you don't even try. Exactly. Exactly. Now, all these examples are just to show that there's real adversity in sports, but like we said before, sports are a controlled environment where we can learn, where we can experience these things and then work on the skills to overcome them in real life. Like Sports don't compare to life with it. Like, life has real consequences, and sports is, again, controlled, right? So, in these situations, honestly, I think the biggest thing when it comes to overcoming adversity is your mindset. It is it is your mindset, your mindset, your mindset. And in high school, it's, it's, tough, to, it's tough to have that mindset because we're not... Not many of us. Not many of us think like that. Not many of us are, are thinking. Oh, this is adversity. We need to get through this. Not many of us are thinking. You know, of how strategy of getting by it. But as we progress and as we get older, these things we start start to think about, and that's how that's where we go, right? So, how do we get our mindset right to begin with? Uh, first things first. Surround yourself with people who encourage you and and have the same thought process yep surround yourself with the right people listen to the right music listen to you listen to encouraging people yes you want to be that light but you can't be that light if you have no one shining on you mm. you know what i mean like you need people around you that, that are going to encourage you that are going to uplift you that are going to speak truths and encouraging words into your ear so much so that one it becomes annoying but two you also start believing it you know what i mean yeah like having having that right, right mindset is absolutely key. Like I listen to I listen to podcasts a lot, a lot of podcasts about you know about 
overcoming adversity and you know how and how some some players went from literally sleeping on the floor sleeping on the floor in a one-bedroom apartment with six brothers and sisters and having no food to being nfl players mm-hmm. you know what i mean that that's listen to things like that that encourages me that motivates mm-hmm. me and there's uh, a little bit of pattern there right mm-hmm. guys because a life like that in terms of living in not the best predicament not the best situation having such a big family that you have to think over and take care of that that person that player obviously or did go through a lot more adversity as they can share you know what i mean they went through a lot of adversity and there's a reason why not that they had to go through it but there's a reason why they are where they are mm-hmm. it's because they went through it mm-hmm. they went through it they did the levels they did the steps that they needed to to build and get themselves out of a situation to put themselves into a better one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's actually so I read a book. It's called The Power of Broke. It's by Damon John. He is uh, he's a shark on Shark Tank, and he actually the he's the creator of Fubu. Um, um, many of y'all may not remember Fubu, but if you do, shout out to you. You're old. <laughs> Fubu, Fubu, you know. Um, but Damon John wrote this book called The Power of Broke, and essentially, it's it's talking about coming from nothing and making something out of it but you know not again not many of us come from nothing some some of us are, are blessed enough to be in positions where we, we have some stability we have families that that can take care of us and that we're put in position to succeed but the lessons still apply it's having that hunger that hunger and desire to push past whatever barriers in front of us it's not it's seeing the speed i'm saying i'm going to get over it and not being like Okay, I guess that's my wall. No, the sky's the limit. Like, why are we settling at, at a wall? Why don't we push through that wall? That's what the power broke is, you know? Uh, Aaron just pulled out a book called Mindful Leadership. Aaron, you want to talk about that? Yeah, this was, um, it's, we're talking about steps here. This was a book that was, um, I'm not a huge reader. Um, I decided to get into reading a little bit a couple years ago just to better my mental health and uh, see what I can learn from, you know? I was the kind of kid in high school, elementary school, you put a book in front of me, I'm ready to fall asleep. I didn't have to read two pages. I just knew I was going to bed early. That's how I fell asleep too. You know, um, but this book, Mindful Leadership by Maria Gonzalez, she has her MBA there. Um, for her book, it's The Nine Ways of Self-Awareness, Transforming Yourself and Inspiring Others. This book was, it ended up being actually very, I like the word intrusive in my life because okay. it kind of just took over. There are steps in the book when it comes to how you control your sleep, how you control, Mm. it's all about mindfulness. So in sense of mindfulness, it's not just brain power. It's a sense of how you take on the day, how you react and respond. Um, Are you proactive? Are you reactive? How are you taking in different situations? How do you deal with people um, when you're going through adversity? How do you deal with yourself on a daily basis? Are Mm. you someone that's aware? And it's really important, which is, this has been huge for me in my, uh, career actually as well because this mindful leadership book again by maria gonzalez taught me how to be aware aware of my surroundings always and then that doesn't mean walk in check the whole room like a search dog you know that just means i walk into a room i'm aware where i am where i'm standing how i feel who's around me how they feel because that leads to a better interaction mm-hmm. right and that doesn't just persist or go towards sales that goes with everyday life if if you come into my life and I get a sense of who you are and how you feel, um, that's my mindfulness. That's me being aware of my situation. Mm-hmm. And this book, even my sleep patterns, it was 
they would give you steps in training. One thing I tried in this book was counting down to help me fall asleep. I don't need help fall asleep. That's just, I don't, I really don't, but I wanted to try something different. Like if Mm -hmm. I want to fall asleep, I'm out like a light, but this gave steps and it actually, I, I kept doing it like for a couple of weeks because, um, I liked how I went to sleep just because I went to sleep using my brain. I went to sleep thinking. And it was like, you sit there, you close your eyes, you're thinking from the tip of your toes and you start counting slowly up until you get to the top of your forehead. And it's just eyes closed, trying to feel your, trying to feel like you put a line, basically like an invisible line on your feet and you go along your body. Mm. And it was really cool because it's, it's not like doing yoga, but it was all about, it's like doing yoga. It was all about breathing and just being where I was. Mm-hmm. And the more I did that, I actually felt better. It was kind of like doing like a keto diet. You know when you mm, do like a keto yeah. and like all of a sudden your brain activity is up. You feel um, like you have more energy, this, this, this. It was kind of the same because after reading this book, I noticed that my conversations were different. How mm. I started my day was different. How I went to bed was different. Again, my everyday life had actually benefited from this book. And it's, it's, I read this thing about two years ago and I plan on reading it again just to refresh my mind and some of the exercises because for me, it didn't just become a lesson. It became a pretty important part of my life. And mm-hmm. um, that's what I want to share with you guys in terms of like steps. It's like mindset, being mindful, being aware of your situations and being aware as well will help through adversity. Absolutely. And it's helped me a lot through my adversities, dealing with injuries, dealing with family, dealing with work. Um, cause you never know when the situation may change, how you get through it is important because after getting through it, that's when you realize that you've either leveled up or stay where you are. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say you've ever downgraded or lost a level just because if you don't try to level up, it's not like you lose. No. You just stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and I like using the term level up because I believe that after every situation I should come out different. Mm-hmm. And that's not me trying to change who I am. It's just me trying to develop, yeah. right? Um, and that's really important to me. And I think that's important to share with you guys. And I would actually like to hear what you guys think about mindfulness and being aware. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to have a conversation about it. That's that's actually a huge, a huge thing. Uh, being mindful, being aware. It's really being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. As athletes, we're always go, go, go. And it's, there's... Um, it, it can be hard to be present in the moment. We miss we miss a lot of things that are right in front of us because we're always thinking too far down the line. Yeah, you know, and sometimes we make mistakes and we're thinking too far backwards because yeah. we're thinking about thinking about those mistakes. Like honestly, I can't tell you how many times I think about things that happened in high school. I'm like I've been real, I've been out of high school for shoot how many years now? Too many years for like eight years now. I've been out of high school for eight years. And I'm still thinking about mistakes that I made in games then. Trust like, me. You know, like that's that's but that's we're taught to self analyze. Yeah. We're taught to do that, and so yeah. I think being present in the moment really helps us grow yeah. as people. And that's that's another topic we'll definitely keep going. With and if one. I was to touch on that for a second, mm-hmm. it's where he's thinking about the past. My differences, and I still do this to this day. And this book actually helped me with a lot. I psych myself out because I think of a bunch of steps for the future. Mm-hmm. You can never plan your future, but I know as a person, as Aaron, as AG, who I am. I always think about what's coming next. How can I go from here, here to here to here? And that sometimes stresses me out because if it doesn't, if you map yourself a plan, it's okay to map yourself a guide. But if you map yourself a plan, like say for your everyday life, you want to do something like for this time, this time, this time, some people can do it. No problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's impossible. Me, I'm a bit different. I will plan it all out. And if it doesn't work that way, it's just stress. <laughs> it's just stress. No, seriously. And I yeah. stress myself out that way. But 
this mindfulness for talking about being aware, um, that helps me be in my present moment. That way I handle the situation then because if you start, I'm a huge guy that multitasks, mm. but if you multitask too much, it's one thing to multitask manageably, whereas you've portioned it out, you've done it properly, doing two things at once isn't always the best. No. And even here in the book, it says it, you're multitasking, it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. It's a great idea. But are you really giving 100% to both or only 50%? True. To each. Well, because it's hard to give two things 100% at the exact same time. He's speaking facts. Right? So, and uh, that's what I'll say about mindfulness aware until we talk about it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And another thing here, we can talk about, you know, air, air medicine strategy. Break down moments into manageable steps. It's so hard to, to see a, a 20 point deficit and break it down and, and, and be like, I'm going to, I'm going to end it right here. I'm going to, we're going to overcome it right now. That's really hard. Break it down, score by score. You got this, but you have to be able to break it down. In life, in life, same situation. You have to be able to break down situation. You have to be able to break down steps in order to in order to win small victories because that's how we that's how we close the gap. You know, play defense, get a stop. Go back on offense, go score. Yep. And that's that's how it is. Small steps. Break it down because those are manageable and those are less overwhelming. Yeah. And and lastly, celebrate small successes. You know, as I know some people, some people aren't on the same boat as, as me with when it comes to that, but I'm a strong believer in celebrating those small successes because it gives you, gives you something to, to be excited about. It's like, okay, we celebrated this now, let's go get the next one so we can celebrate that. Now let's keep going. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going because it's, it's just encouraging. Yeah. And guys, if you're one of those people that like, don't like to celebrate the little successes, like, oh no, I wanted this big I wanted this big goal or I had myself set for this and I only achieved this much. Very, very true statement. A win is a win. A win is a win. You know, so take that win if you have a win because at the same time, better encourage, like you're, you can be your best critic and you can be your best supporter. Mm -hmm. When you start acknowledging your own small achievements, you'll find that you, you don't have to take me for it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, we're not professional therapists. I'm not a professional psychiatrist. I'm not a professional mindfulness teacher but i can tell you from my experience when i started taking my small little victories i started to feel better those big victories didn't even seem that big anymore right i just like that i consistently got victories because exactly. consistency is the biggest thing exactly they say navy seals wake up at 5 a.m and they're successful not because they wake up at 5 a.m but because they 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 celebrate their little victory they make their bed in the morning that's a little victory they i'm not breakfast. successful i'll try to be successful but not at 5 a.m <laughs> 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 at the end of the day it's about those little victories and making sure that you're taking your steps to get where you need to go break it down you got this adversity is just a speed bump all right so so to recap strategies be mindful you know set get that mindset right be present in the moment surround yourself with people that will speak encouraging words to you be strategic and celebrate little victories. Oh, last one. Fight like hell if nothing else works. Keep going because you need to. You're going to need to fight. I know by experience the worst part is going through something, not getting that victory you wanted, and then have to think back and be like, did I really put that much effort into it? Mm -hmm. Because then you can't just forget it. No. Then you really start backtracking and think, what could I have done mm -hmm. to change the situation? And like, I go through that 
every week. Mm-hmm. You know, I worked in sales. It goes happens all the time. What could I have done to be better in this situation? What could I have done for this to be smoother? Exactly. There's always things you could do, but if you don't give your full effort, that's when you really start beating yourself up. Leave it all on the field. Put everything you have into into defeating adversity, and at the end of the day, you you're happy with yourself. Or, or you, you know, realistically, you should be happy with yourself because you've given everything you can, and don't take anything as a loss. If you, if you didn't come out clean on the other side, if, if we didn't come out uh, winning, so be it. It's either there's no losses. It's either win or you learn. There's no losses here, and so that's really what we had today. You know, adversity is nothing but a speed bump, and we all can we all can overcome adversity. It's just how do you go about it? I hope this helps. Guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Again, we're going to do these regular, these podcasts. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Shock is having a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. If you didn't realize this is Aaron speaking, you know, we kind of just been talking. But that's a good thing, right? We love talking. We love doing this. Please, please, please uh, respond. We're seeing that your comments on the Facebook page and on our website. We love it. Me and, him, me and Shaka were talking about it this morning. Um, we love it. And we're going to start going more back and forth with you on these topics. Mm-hmm. And if you got anything to say, if you have some topics that you want us to talk about, please forward them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for last time today, it's Shaka and Aaron signing out. Peace.